Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, we're, we're in a little bit different place. You brought me to a warehouse behind the Lexington yes, Cemetery. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I know that you're telling our listeners this as sort of like a farewell. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I thought I'd surprise you by not murdering you. Okay. Um, well, that's excellent. Because right now I am suspended upside down and my hands are tied. So I, I was very concerned yes. Um, yeah, but your feet are free. It's true. I, I can kick those toesies as much <laughs> yeah. as I want to. So, which is really the key to good podcasting. Most people don't know that, but you gotta you gotta keep those little twinklers. That's moving. right. That's right. Which is what we call toes here on We Took the Liberty. <laughs> little twinklers. Little twinklers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I was half expecting whenever you punched in the key code that it was going to open up into like a, a Men in Black style like massive room. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, that wasn't the case. It's just a dark, dank dungeon. Um, yep. It's yep. old tobacco warehouse. Old tobacco <laughs> warehouse. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it is uh, actually where I practice law. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the name of your firm, is Old Tobacco Warehouse... LLC. PLLC. PLLC, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. And Sun. PLLC and Sun. Yeah. PLLC and Sun. Most people don't realize that uh, the PLLC always precedes, you know... The and sun, <laughs> right? It's just uh, it's well, the sun. The sun doesn't have any protections. <laughs> no, there's no business not. protections. The sun's that. not a professional. No, no, not at all. No. He's not even two years old yet, <laughs> but he is part of the practice. <laughs> and by law, when you open up a law firm, yes. wh- whoever your next child is, provided that they're male, which I mean, we'll get into that later. Yeah, then it's, it's, it's a on, yeah, it, it's an old French law. Uh, we've been trying to, you know, obviously our legal system was adopted. It's sort of French, sort of English. Mm-hmm. You know, we took the best of both. Yeah. At that time, we were extremely patriarchal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just, it's hard to change laws in the United States. It is, yeah. Especially now that we're not patriarchal at all. So I think I think one of the most concerning things about that practice though is that your two-year-old son if something god forbid happens to you yeah. then your son takes the law yeah. yeah it takes all of your clients takes all of my clients yeah, yeah. and yeah. so yeah and he's bound to them so i mean now yeah. Yeah. he has no choice yeah um you know it's a sacrifice i was willing to make on his behalf right um but yeah it's a little known fact that he would step into my shoes and he would become and son esquire right um and he would have to finish all finish out all my cases right um and judges are not lenient on the and son Mm -hmm. i mean i've I've seen some children cry in court yeah and uh it's because they're incompetent yeah and yeah and i mean that's not his fault as much as he is just a child but still There, there are just expectations within court that I don't. It doesn't matter how old you are; those expectations have to be met. And Absolutely. Yeah. So and yeah. So if you just don't 
Yeah. yeah. Don't which is, you know, which is why we've got, you know, little Einstein's, you know, legal law journal that he reads every, you know, Sunday. How how to lawyer for dumb babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Um, now, in addition to being an esquire, he is also an equestrian. Is that correct? That's part of the, the French law? Um, that's actually Kentucky law. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, which was carried over from the French law. Most of the gotcha. United States didn't, you know, didn't take that part of it. But um, you know, here in Kentucky, it's horse country. Sure, we had to. So, and so you don't have to go into court on a horse, but he will. Correct. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, uh, I am an expert hunter jumper. Okay. Um, Good. I've never done it before, <laughs> but I do know how to do it better than most people. Yeah. Because you read about it, that was part of that was your hunter jumper course. That's right, like four fifty something like that. That's right. So, um, yeah. It just like the rest of academia. Once we read about something, yeah, we're uh, better at it than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we're doing so well as a nation. Speaking of our country doing really well, yes. Uh, recently, uh, the I don't know, maybe the FDA, whoever it is in the government that's responsible for protecting us in our homes, mm-hmm. um, there really should be someone who's Wait, responsible. The FDA for protects them. us in our homes. <laughs> you know, you've got uh, you you open up your fridge. Yeah, you've got a little bottle of ketchup. You got some mustard. You got mm. a pack of hot dogs. And then you have your uh, FDA agent on a shelf. It's like the elf on a shelf for the FDA. Yeah, that's a good point. And the same rules apply, I think, because you can't touch him. You can't touch him. Or else he loses his magic. That's right. And which is also his like prosecutorial like powers, abilities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but also his protective abilities. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you you touch little FDA on the shelf, and uh, and FDA Santa is going to have to come replace him. Him or her. Little FDA on the shelf is my favorite rapper out there right now, too. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, you were saying something. Well, anyways, <laughs> well, little FDA, little FDA on the shelf has some controversial opinions about global warming, That's but we'll fair. leave that fair. to the side. Uh, so they've they've taken note that uh, some studies have shown that gas stoves are actually really bad for us. Okay. Uh, so the ever popular gas burners, lo and behold, when you burn something inside your house, there are you know things go into the air. Yeah. Which <laughs> yes. I didn't. I thought if there's no smoke, there's no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean. Obviously, carbon monoxide hoax yeah. doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> Absolute hoax. If you can't see it, it's not there. Yeah. Um, smoke detectors, good, because they've got eyes to see the smoke, right. and then they go off yeah. if there's smoke in your house. Yeah, because there's a little tiny person in that one as well that That's just like, right. screams yeah. out whenever that... Uh, happens yeah a lot of fairy lore in this episode <laughs> yeah that's that's little firefighter in a box <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and that that beep is actually them screaming for yeah you to get out of the house <laughs> they're screaming because they're actually when smoke gets up to the detector a little needle like pokes them <laughs> they're going and so ah! you have to stop you have to stop the needle or else so when you when you push that button it releases the needle it's not poking little yeah. firefighter on, in a box yeah I, that's right. I, yeah. So that's what I've always done. So, um, but I love. We have a gas burning uh, gas stove in our okay. house. Okay. Yeah. 
And I don't want the government to come and take it away from me. It's true. You don't. It, it's also... I, I don't really have a strong opinion about gas burning stoves. Like, one way or the other. Let me just get that out of the way. But I'll also say this. <laughs> because is, up until this point, everything we've said has been our strong and true opinion in every way. Let's clarify that as well. Yes. 100%. But I do, I do kind of keep in the back of my mind, like, like gas could, like, you could accidentally leave the the gas oven like on, and gas is just going into your home. And well, that depends on whether or not you believe that things you can't see are actually <laughs> That's there. True. That's true. Um, and I think you've just converted me, so I don't even know why I brought that up in the first place. Now you can smell it. It does smell like a big fart. <laughs> So if you walk in your house and you think, oh, yeah. someone let ripped a big fart in here, yeah. it's either Santa who got scared and, you know, maybe he like got scared, he tooted, he went up the chimney really fast. <laughs> but it's June because, and you're like, Santa shouldn't be here right now. Yeah, but but part of the mythos of Santa is his farts do linger for quite a while. And they do stink very badly. <laughs> so, yeah, they're gonna, those are going to hang around a little bit. Um, so you yeah. can't rule that out immediately. That's right. Um, do do you get is your gas provider in Lexington Big Fart Gas Company? Uh, it's uh, Santa's Santa's Rip Gas Company. Okay. All right. So one way or the other, it's Santa's fault is what we're getting around right. to. Yeah. So if gas is leaking in your house, if you smell gas in your house, it's somewhere along the line. It Santa's was Santa, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and which is. Maybe another reason why we shouldn't be trusting uh, the the gas burning stoves in the first place, mm-hmm. but apparently they're responsible for a good deal of asthma because people are just learning the, leaving those burners on all the time and oh. huff, huffing those bad all fumes. the time. I, I mean, <laughs> are you heating your house with your gas stove? I'm not. <laughs> Well, no, no, you're not. But I mean, you but also maybe some people are. Yeah, I, don't I guess. Know. I mean, I guess some people. That is one way to flaunt your wealth is to just have your gas just stove leave on those all burners. The time. They look pretty. Yeah. Look so. at look at my beautiful gas range. <laughs> look at it burn, twinkle in the darkness. You do that thing in like seventies movies where people like light a cigarette like on the <laughs> on gas the stove. stove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never understood how you don't also light your head on fire. Well, when you do that, we weren't alive in the seventies, so we that That's knowledge true. has been lost to history. Yeah, so. the suavite of the seventies, <laughs> uh, which is a real word. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, though, like I have Columbia gas, and here during the summer, it ha- or in summer during the winter, here during the summer, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm lost in time because of all the gas that's seeping into our house. <laughs> um, supposedly. But, uh, yeah, like, my bill has been astronomical, <laughs> and so I'm, I, like, try to find little ways to, like, curb that in the house as much as possible, so, yeah. Well, I, I think that the answer is probably we just need to convert all of our gas stoves into flamethrowers. <laughs> Make put those puppies under the Second Amendment, yeah. and then nobody's taking them. Yeah, not now, not ever. Oh, absolutely. Oh, they're they're a hundred percent under the Second Amendment already. I mean, it's like the Second Amendment, as I understand it, is that I can own a a F sixteen if I that's was right. able to come up with the money. Any so. weapon that I'm willing and able to get my hands on, yeah, is mine. Yeah, the right to bear arms. It's right there. Yeah, in black and white. 
Yeah, give me an F-16. <laughs> just it's, give it to me. I don't need to pay for this. Yeah, I'm going on. back on what I said previously. I've got, it's I've got my right points. as an American. Come on, Lockheed Martin. Where's my jet? <laughs> ben, I had a thought the other day when I was at a coffee shop. Um, and How'd that feel? <laughs> it felt it felt great. Good. Um, and I mean, isn't that where people go to think in Lexington is coffee yeah. shops? It's the new philosophers guild. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it kind of it's the place to write in public because that's, that's right. what has to happen. Coffee shops are the place you bring a book to mm-hmm. show the world. I still read books. I still yeah. And you sit there and you you order the smallest coffee. Yes. That you can possibly the get. The smaller, and, the more sophisticated. Yes, and I'm not talking about an espresso. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a, a drip or something like that, but just in a very tiny little mug. Very small cup. And then you just sip loudly as you're reading The Grapes of Wrath or something like that. There better be art on that thing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. art. <clears throat> you have to have a scarf on. Glasses, whether you wear them or not. Yes. Um, and perfectly quaffed hair. Like, oh, that hair is going to be quaffed. Yeah. And if you're bald, buy a wig. Because right. It's got to yeah. look like seafoam on the ocean. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Beautiful, gleaming, golden locks flowing down. Oh, my gosh. Um, and if you've got a beard, that, that baby better be... <laughs> Just like a beautiful landscape of chin covering. Yeah. Just well manicured and yeah. Pristine. It better smell like sandalwood. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it needs to be oily. Like the oiliest yeah. beer that you can possibly find. Yeah. It needs to say, I'm not sure what a shower is. <laughs> oh, I was talking about just so like copious amounts of beard oil. <laughs> So you're saying your beard must be anointed, like, oh, yes. as though it's the holiest that, beard that, in the land. Yeah, I, I apologize. That was the that was the language I was looking for. Was anointed an anointed beard, <laughs> anointed beard. And if you if you're not familiar with this, just go ahead and and grab your beard and just take a bowl full of olive oil <laughs> and just dunk your face in there. Don't get it on your face. Just get it on the beard. Yeah, that beard's got a gleam. If, a, if headlights hit your beard at night, it's going to yeah. blind the car that's oncoming. Yeah. And then ask people, after the, you've done that, then ask people in a very arrogant way whether or not they have a well-oiled beard or if they're just dirty. <laughs> ben, I was talking to a friend the other day, and I heard a term that I was not familiar with. I just want to get oh. your opinion on this. Okay, yeah. Um, they use the term, and I'm not, I'm not giving you any context for it. So I just, I just want to know sure. what this is yeah. in, in your mind. You're asking me what this is. The thing that you're about to tell me about. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I heard the term mood board. What do you think a mood board is? Um, well that's, uh, yeah, the mood board is when you're just sort of like, uh, you're you disinterested. Okay. You don't. Uh, oh, so it's a descriptor. There aren't any activities that you really care to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mood board a lot when I was growing up. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? Uh, my mom said that if I that if I described my mood as bored, <laughs> that she'd sign me up for stuff. So I stopped talking about it that's a that's a good dad joke right there (laughs) 
stuck the landing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's definitely the same thing that my parents would say: is uh, you're bored, well, I'll find something for you to do. And that's right. Like, okay, yeah. So you just never ever say it. So. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That was <laughs> that was a promise, and it happened. Yeah. A lot of time, and sometimes they would still get you, even if you weren't bored, even if you were actively playing something. Or if you doing were like, something. "I swear, I didn't say it. <laughs> right. I never said it. I never said I was bored." And they're like, "Yeah, but still, these are your chores." And it's like, "Dang on it! I thought I found a loophole, and they still got me." Still signed you up for summer camp. <laughs> yeah, so I found out that a mood board is just a—it's just like a concept board. So it's just like you can put designs and colors and things for like a, a party and then you get to stare at that and you get to come up with ideas. I really didn't what? ask too much about it. That's just kind of what I've gathered from it. But it kind of like shocked me. Is this a, like it almost like it was like a, a brainstorming type thing? Where so you... it's like. It's like the most disorganized style of brainstorming. Yeah, that's why I was so like thrown by it. So is it a physical like a cork board? Like you have to you have to like you think of an idea. Yeah. And then you have to Google image search until you find exactly the right balloon that you were that you're like, I want balloons for this party. Then you print out a picture of a balloon. Yeah. And you stick it to the board and then you think Oh, streamers. And then you have to spend 20 minutes looking up just the right streamers. And then you print those out. Yeah. Tag those. Is that what it is? Um, I kind of, maybe. I I mean, I don't know what the medium of it could be. It could be like a cork board or something like that. But I think you're on track with the balloon concept. But I think it's more of like, okay, we're having a party. Uh, balloons. So you just put all balloon and then maybe it's like, what's the what's the person's favorite colors? And then you'll put like three of those colors there. And so then you've got balloon and color colors. adjacent and then colors next to it. And then you could be like, oh, I want this color balloon, but I want this color streamers. Streamers, right. And well, that now we're onto yeah. something here. Yeah. So <clears throat> what if... But what they have these pre-made. I think that's what like got They me. have them it's, pre-made. From what I can understand, it's on like Pinterest or some garbage. And you what? can just like go there and like pick out mood boards and then design something based on that. Like I don't think you're creating it in the moment. Oh, so you just like... Uh, like I on, don't think. On Google Pinterest, you just yeah. type in like mood board. Yeah. Or uh, sorry. You... <laughs> You type in like uh, you like uh, ex- uh, excitement mood board, or like uh, you type in uh, middle aged man office board mood yes. board, and then it'll yeah. like come up with like right. you know here's like a, a scented candle that he will never you know care about and throw away in twelve years, and yeah. here's. That's actually, that's a bad example. Actually, it's a decent example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like scented candles, so I will use... Them. As you're describing this now, have you ever been to Hobby Lobby? <laughs> Hobby Lobby. I feel like that a whole store is a giant board. <laughs> because when you, when you were talking about it, like an office space, there are those parts that it's like a man cave section that has all this like cheesy yes. like man cave stuff and like Christian adjacent stuff and like it's just <laughs> I'm like... so glad you described it that way. <laughs> yeah. And and it just like yeah um but yeah I mean that I guess that exists just in like the marketplace That's currently. So interesting. I think that uh what I'd like to see 
is mood boards become sort of like uh, like a disheveled investigator's uh, like hunt for a serial killer mm. where like you you open the door and there's like a picture of a balloon on one wall and then there's red string from the balloon to like yeah. 12 different colors in other places and then like and then there's like a, a an event poster from yeah. a from a concert that you know that Susan went to and the <laughs> Then there's red string from that to like a July Fourth celebration, but it's there's also a string for it. so you've got just like this web of of mood just yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I think you're exactly. I think that a red string board is a type of mood board. <laughs> it's it's a board that's tracking down the mood. That's yeah, to capture exactly it. exactly. You could also then at the end after you solve the murder or you don't. Then you could still throw a party based on the designs that you've like put in front yeah. of you. So like once you've caught win win. Once you've caught that mood, yeah, you can throw that mood in jail and celebrate. <laughs> That's right. Or don't like or maybe don't. or don't <laughs> like don't job well done. Maybe yeah. just kick your feet up. Maybe relax. you tear that more uh, that mood board down yeah. and you move on to the next one. Yeah, you just captured sanguine. Yeah. <laughs> You have finally figured out what that means. Yeah. And you're the only person who's ever done it. Because mm-hmm. who even knows what that means? Yeah. I think I pronounced it correctly, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Because I haven't been hunting for it for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just now learning about mood boards, too. So, yeah. I mean, you're behind the eight ball. Oh, I'm way behind. Yeah. Somebody is hot on the tail of Sanguine. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. I... I, I I would like to... I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate this into like my weekly planning. Could you plan oh. a week based on a mood board? Do you think? Well, it depends on if you want to spend the whole week in that mood. Oh, that's true. You, once, you, once you've picked one, you're locked in. So Maybe what it should be is that each day... I mean, Monday's a mood. We know Monday's <laughs> oh, a mood. Oh, boy. If Garfield has taught me anything, then oh, Mondays yeah. are a mood. Monday, sure. mood... <laughs> So maybe each day uh-huh. is sort of a board okay. in and of itself. Gotcha. gotcha. And and in that board, which is horizontally laid into a type of stage, yeah. we're living out a mood. Mm, wow. We're living the mood Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we're living the mood Tuesday. Okay. We're living the mood Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. <laughs> Let's get some Wednesday up in here, you know. And then, like, Thursday, it's like, is it the weekend yet? I don't know. Yeah. And, like, Friday, like, TGI, you know. Friday, mood, you know. We're bring, we're cranking it up a notch. So, everything you just described now makes me think of, like, how my work life since leaving college has like slowly progressed into finding excuses. So yeah, so I so Monday is just like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna ease on into the day. That's what we're gonna do. Cause Monday is right off the weekend, like no no reason to get after it. Tuesday Tuesday and Wednesdays are probably my most productive days. Then you head on into Thursday and it's like, well Thursday is just the day before Friday. So let's not get out of hand here. Yeah. And then let's Friday, not let's not get rolling too fast. Yeah. And yeah. then Friday it's like, well that, this is the day right before the weekend. So I mean, I I can't I can't like bust I'm, it on this day either. Yeah, I'm so. basically living it up already. <laughs> That's right. I mean by by noon on 
Friday. You can't expect me to be living for anything but the that's, weekend, baby. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's more honest than... <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to be. But uh, but yeah, but hey, the mood board got us there. And yeah. Listen. I'm a convert think, now. Honestly, I think mood board is kind of a way of life. Yeah. Yeah, hashtag mood board. Yeah. Hashtag. hashtag we're mood board gurus. <laughs> That's we're we are up at the top of mood board mountain. Okay. Hey, uh, there's a lot of self help podcasts out yeah. there. Maybe we pivot and we like take a little offshoot and we start doing um, mood board musings and yeah. uh, we launch that bad board and <laughs> I don't see what I do Launch that bad board. <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is that mood board is is I'm not telling the world that mood board is the way to live, mm-hmm. but I'm also saying maybe it is. Okay, <laughs> you need to explore that space for yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to capture your Monday mood because I don't live in your Monday. Yeah, you live in your Monday. Mm, wow. You you fill that space. Yeah. You find that mood. Wow, I, I just got chills. Uh, well, yeah. let me ask you this question. Yeah. What do you think uh, a mood board for We Took the Liberty would look like? <laughs> hmm. Well, gosh. Do you care if I kind of kick it off? Yeah, go ahead. You're I think like part of it would just be like a mouth, like a big open mouth, like next to like in like a microphone. And just like here's a, it's talking into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think for the mouth we just have a picture of uh, Steven Tyler and then the yes. microphone. Yep. Because uh, that, got... that's our that's our podcast idol. Um, Absolutely. So yeah. really giving us a lot of. A lot of runway um, yeah. over the years and his funding. Thanks, Steven. Maybe like a tie rack with just like one tie on it. <laughs> it's kind of tilting to the side. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely definitely a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but a little off kilter, like maybe one that's on the edge of the table, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like... Well, I was going to say like a big leather chair, but I don't think we're really... We're not there. Mm-mm. We're, we're not a big leather chair energy, not yet. We're like a slip-covered chair. Yeah, we, that's exactly what we're, we're like. Covered. We're like a slip-covered swivel rocker. Slip-covered chair. Um, I, I want those... I want the uh, theater masks, the happy and yeah. sad, yeah. Uh, because I like to imagine that while we're having fun, our audience is crying. And so that's... You like... <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That that, yeah. Um, that is not concerning at all <laughs> to me. No. No. Um, not even a little bit. Um, what else? What else? What else? I'd like uh, to... A think... sign that says man cave 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like kind of broken in the middle. <laughs> so it's a sign. It's a sign that you can divide up and just put man like maybe over one of us. And maybe, then cave it's, over. maybe it's like a picture and like we have... We each have a necklace on. Okay. And like, it's a friendship necklace. Yeah. And half of it says man and half of it says cave. <laughs> okay. And we're like holding it up, like smiling and like putting the two pieces together. <laughs> like man cave. Oh, yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I know what I'm getting you for Valentine's Day now. <laughs> <laughs>
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.